Greeting Earthlings, welcome to Saturday Morning Showdown After Dark. If this is your first time joining us, my name's Don. I'm Lee. We're a tag team of pop culture artists who go by the name 8-Bit Fusion. We grew up in the golden age of the Saturday morning cartoons, so we made this show to sit down with some of our friends and talk about our favorites. Uh, this week we're doing another of our sub-series, Saturday Morning Showdown After Dark, where we watch cartoons that are 100% not made for kids. And this week we're watching one of my old favorite shows, um, unfortunately because one of the main cast members just passed away, the absolute legend Jessica Walter. Um, so we're going to watch Archer. Lee, when was, uh, when was the last time you've seen Archer? So we were just talking about this, and I believe I watched Vice with you, which, what was that, season five? I think. Yeah. But I think after, yeah, I think I watched that, because I remember the whole switch switcheroo, and then after that, I don't think we caught up with it, but I, I don't think there was a reason. I just don't think we could keep up with it. I don't know. Yeah, we just we just fell behind, and that, that kind of happens, but... um. Yeah, I watched this show religiously from season one all the way through to Vice, which I like I said, I think is season five, but I'm not positive. But yeah, we just fell off just for no good reason. And maybe maybe now we'll we'll catch back up with it because uh, it looks like Jessica Walter recorded one last season as Mallory before before passing away. So um, we have season 11 to look forward to. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I had a lot to say about the creation process of this show and like the staff behind it because I love them. So why don't we, why don't we hop right in? All right. And we're back. So we just finished watching the pilot episode of Archer from 2009. Um, Coming right out of it. I think it held up. I was super into it. I loved it. Yeah, yeah. I literally like that ending with the ants and the and the and the doing it. Just I could not stop laughing. But they just have so many like funny jokes, puns. Like you're, I was just laughing the whole time. Yeah, and this show does a really good job of like setting up um, reoccurring jokes, like the you know, do you want ants? That's how you get ants. That comes up a lot in yeah, this show yeah it's a little weird watching it because some of these characters aren't quite the characters that they develop into as the show goes mm-hmm. pam and cheryl slash carol you're never quite sure her actual name um those two become much more of a, a bigger part of the yeah. show as it goes on so it's kind of weird to see them as just kind of side characters yeah, at this point yeah but but overall yeah i thought the show the pilot did a great job setting up the show, setting up who these people are. I actually don't think Krieger spoke at all no. in this episode. Yeah. And he's another one. He he ends up being a, a very big part of okay. the show. Um, so yeah, it's, it's interesting to see it because they haven't quite, I mean, a lot of sitcoms do this. Parks and Rec was similar too, where like it doesn't really find itself and find who the characters really are for a good, you know, couple episodes if not an entire season um but it's the same here yeah no it's great now do you do you know who who created the show no uh the creator of the show is adam reed okay 
Adam Reed uh, and his partner, Matt Thompson, they've made a couple shows together. Most notably, and we will get to it for, for Saturday Morning Showdown After Dark, C-Lab 2021. Oh, yeah. I, I knew that this was like a lot of the same like actors and like some, not not the characters, but like kind of like, it was like built off a of C Lab. This show was built off a of C Lab twenty twenty one. I remember that. Yeah, there's quite a few people from from that like had like one or two episodes yeah. of C Lab that came over onto this. They also did a show called Frisky Dingo together okay. after C Lab. Um, more people from Frisky Dingo actually came onto this. Um, so at the time, they ran their own production studio called Seventy Thirty Productions. Mm-hmm. Um. And that's where they, they worked for Adult Swim, and they did C-Lab 2021, which is one of my favorite shows. I, I loved that show. Oh, that show was so awesome. When, so when this show came out, yeah. I was super stoked yeah. for it. Um, but they closed up 7030 Productions when they stopped working for, for Cartoon Network, and then opened another studio together still. So they really just changed the name of the studio. Mm-hmm. Um, to Floyd County Productions, and that's that's where they that's where this show is made. Some fun little things about Floyd County Productions they're they're centered in Atlanta. Now Floyd County Productions just to drop a couple things that they worked on, so I think this is interesting. And again, this is Adam Reed's company. They did two cartoons uh, called Unsupervised and Chosen. Neither Adam Reed or Matt Thompson have anything to do with those, but they're produced by their studio. Okay. They also did animated segments for the following TV shows. It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, The League, Atlanta, and Fargo. Oh, my God. They did segments for all of those shows. Oh, wow. That's awesome. That's super cool. Because yeah. those shows are all really, really they're great. They're all really good. Yeah. Now... The cast for this show is ridiculous. All now right, we we've, we've right. already yeah we've I already know. mentioned we're doing this show because unfortunately yesterday Jessica Walter passed away. So sad. She's an absolute juggernaut. We were talking about her fairly recently because she was France and Claire on the dinosaurs. Yeah, and you'd be remiss to be speaking about her and not either bring up Mallory Archer because that's an iconic role that she did for 11 seasons. Yeah. She was also Lucille Bluth from Arrested Development, mm-hmm. which is another just brilliant role of hers. So incredible loss. Yeah. Yeah, so sad. So we're obviously doing this to honor her. But other people on the show include H. John Benjamin from Bob's Burgers I mean, as Archer. I cannot hear not not hear uh, Bob when Archer is talking. It's so weird. And I had the reverse when we first started watching Bob's Burgers. I had already been watching Archer for a long time. Yeah. So I had a harder time getting into Bob's Burgers because I couldn't not hear Archer. Yeah, I rem- I do remember you like being like, I, I can't I'm, I can't get into this. But then once you got into it, you really liked it. Yeah. Once I got past it not being Archer, because it's a very different show. Yeah. It was just like um, yeah, I I definitely hear Bob because I mean I watch now every Sunday I'm watching Bob's Burgers. It's like my absolute favorite show. It's great. It's so funny. Um. Yeah, and H. John Benjamin's just amazing in everything he does. Yeah, I, and it's funny because I've been following him for a long time. Yeah. But I don't, 
I don't immediately associate him with like his stuff from Wet Hot American Summer. Yeah. Or um, he had the TV show on Comedy Central for a long time, like his own TV show. H. Uh, John Benjamin has a van. Yeah, that was good too. Yeah. But it's really Bob's Burgers and Archer, the two shows that he like found himself. Yeah. Uh, and you sure. know he's been doing both of them yeah. for a long time now. Yeah, and I don't know if you looked at your Facebook time hot today, but to the today was the I don't know like. Several years ago, we went and saw that table read for Bob's Burgers. At, oh, cool! At uh, the Tower Theater. Yeah, that was super cool. That was one of the most amazing. I'm glad glad we did that because yeah, as I said, anything H. John Benjamin does is amazing, and that just that I it's I, I look forward to watching uh, Bob's Burgers every Sunday, and I do love Archer. Um, yeah, I definitely want to make sure we we catch up on the stuff that we missed and go back and watch this again because yeah. yeah. It just he's amazing. This this show is great. Yeah, I I love the writing staff on this show in particular. Like their style of comedy, I I liked all the way back in C Lab. I still like it here. So I'm wholly on board for yeah. for, for for starting Archer back up. I think we just fell off because it was hard to get. Like streaming hadn't really like became a thing yeah. yet. Yeah. You know, because we we dropped off around season five, so that would have been like 2012. Mm-hmm. And Netflix was a thing, but it was still like you're getting it in the mail at that point. They were only just transitioning into actual like streaming, streaming. Yeah. So it wasn't easy to get. Yeah. And I think that's where we just we and dropped FX off. FX was like one of the first like paid subscription apps, which was like yeah. you had to have cable or you had to pay. And now it's right. like you have to pay for everything now. And I'm, okay, there's an app for literally every TV. Series. Like, what was the, even the point of canceling cable? Because it's just, it's just the same, all the same thing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we've always said I wanted like ad hoc television, yeah, as opposed to like just paying for a hundred channels and watching three. And I mean, that's what we have now. We we're ad hoc paying for every channel, but it's not cheaper. So that maybe wasn't the greatest thought process. Yeah. Um. But yeah, we'll see where it goes. I refuse to play for Paramount Plus. I, I am 100% not. I am not paying for that. For that. No, I'm. The, I'm done. Like this. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Like this was the whole point of this. Now, like they're taking advantage of it and just like that. And that's the thing. Like not being like I like. Like uh, we were even talked about earlier, like we want to do other shows, but if they're not accessible to our viewers, what's the point of even doing them? Like I want to make sure like everything that we're watching is accessible. Because again, yeah. like even with like all the internet issues, where like we're all working from home now, but not everyone can afford like high speed internet to be able to work or go to school. And I I want to keep the spirit of that. Like all these pro like this is a huge problem, and something needs to be done about this. Yeah. Um, to to circle back to Archer and work my way through. I didn't write the whole cast down. Yeah, no problem. But just the just some of the yeah. key people from the first episode. Uh, Lana is another of my favorite actors. I love Aisha Tyler. Yeah, she's amazing. And she's in a ton of stuff. That is another one where now, since it's been a couple of years since we watched Archer, I only hear Tara from Criminal Minds. <laughs> Tara. Tara. From Criminal Minds, because again, Criminal Minds is a show I can watch. Me and you watch over and over again, and it I is. now that's all I hear. Absolutely, and I wrote down Tara from Criminal Minds, but I also wrote down a role I don't think you knew she played. Tell me more. She was in BoJack Horseman. What was she in BoJack? So she was the BoJack Horseman world's version of Christina Aguilera. Oh, okay. Her name was. Sex Tina Aquafina. Oh my God. And that was Aisha Tyler. Oh my God. 
that's awesome. Also, you add Bojack to the uh to the list as well because we're gonna have to do that. One. That's that is a show I don't even know how we would tackle. I'm I'm curious to go back and rewatch the pilot of Bojack because we we fell in love with BoJack and we finished it and that show got heavy. It did. And I don't remember when it got heavy, but I don't think it started that way. So I'd be curious to see like what even the pilot looked like because it couldn't have been as heavy as that show got cuz it got It got heavy. really heavy. Yeah. yeah, I would like to go back and watch the pilot. Totally. I'm I'm totally interested. But yeah. Um I think everybody on the show was on BoJack at one point or another. Yeah. I, I mean that literally. I, yeah. I didn't write down any of their names, but I know Chris Parnell was. I know Pam Greer was. I'm thinking Jessica Walter maybe wasn't. Yeah. And probably John Benjamin. Yeah. But I, we just said um, Aisha Tyler was. So yeah, Cheryl. Cheryl's another character. Um... She's voiced by Judy Greer, and I have always loved Judy Greer. And yeah. like, she's in a lot of little things. She's never really the star of anything, but I've just always had a, like a weird thing for her. I just I've always liked her. She was um, she was the love interest in the Hebrew Hammer. Oh my in, god! In like two thousand three, that was such a random movie. I know, and I loved it, and I loved her in it, and yeah. it's so funny. Oh my god, that that movie was great. Yeah, Chris Parnell. I mentioned a second ago, yep. he's the um, he's Cyril in this, and I went through his credits, and I don't actually recognize anything that he's been in, but I know him as a stand-up comedian. Yeah, he's um. If you listen to podcasts, and you're listening to us, so I assume you do. <laughs> um, he's a frequent guest on Doug Loves Movies. Oh, so that's probably where I know him from. Yeah, most. yeah, that yeah, I watch a lot of that. So yeah, yeah. And then the last name I wrote down was Major Nikolai Jackoff. He was in the last, like, minute of this show. Hmm. When Mallory said she would have known if there was a Russian mole. Yeah. And then it flashed back to when she was touching herself <laughs> at, the, at the desk. It was the other side of that phone call. She was on the phone with a Russian commander. Oh. Um, and that was Major Nikolai Jackoff. And he's a consistent, like, reoccurring character in the show. Yeah. He was voiced by Peter Newman, and we just spoke about him a couple weeks ago. Oh, yeah? He was Tigra in Thundercats. Oh. Yeah. Oh, no So way. he's an old school. Wow. Like, all of these other people, they're not, other than John Benjamin, they're not really voice actors. Most of them are just actors or yeah. comedians that are in things. But he's an old school voice actor. That was interesting. Yeah, so that was cool. Yeah, to, so to see I guess him. for for Archer, like these these actors, like I mean, they're not really in cart. Was this their first cartoon? A lot of them, yeah, or or like, or they were in like a couple episodes here or there, but none of them starred in cartoons the same way, like you know, Peter Cullen's or um. Or Frank Welker, like they they weren't yeah, like that's interesting. They weren't primarily voice actors. That's really yeah, and that's interesting, especially like yeah, now Archer and uh, other projects like Bob's Burgers have gone on to be like have fan fandoms and Comic Con, and it's yeah. 
yeah, like the Archer panel was at New York Comic Con when I was there, which that's crazy. Yeah. Um. So yeah, like it's just it's interesting to see like a lot of the like shows we watch for normal Saturday morning showdown, like these people do, just do all these cartoons, but this year in voice actors that this was kind of their first thing and it really took off. Like that's amazing. Well, it's kind of it's 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 kind of interesting because when we focus on things from the 80s and 90s the people that were in cartoons were career voice actors so you didn't really like you didn't associate that voice with a name as much like i do because i'm weird and i'm into this stuff but like as a kid i never really knew who frank welker was like i didn't realize that one guy was voicing every character that i loved that came later when i started getting into this stuff but like you know I, i never realized that it seems like cartoons today, they're getting more name actors to voice the cartoons. Like, I think I think the line is Aladdin. If you look at Disney movies before Aladdin, they're all faceless career voice actors yeah. that you've probably heard in hundreds of things but you couldn't put your like a face to that name Mm -hmm. because they you've only ever heard them you've never seen them right but with aladdin they brought in a famous guy to voice the genie yep robin williams Mm -hmm. and that was so successful sorry our cat is playing with a bag and you may be able to hear it (laughs) Um, but yeah they brought in robin williams so they had a famous guy in this in in aladdin and that sort of changed their trajectory, and they started having more famous people act in their cartoons. That's- and now you have, like, you know, look at Toy Story. That's yes. an A-list cast of characters. Yep, yep. So I think it's Aladdin is kind of where the, the line is drawn. But, like, cartoons now have more people that you would recognize in them. That's just kind of the way the the... the development has gone i guess no then that's that's definitely and that's definitely a very good point because yeah i mean how i guess they just start start thinking like oh well we can't just get anybody to get people to watch this let's try to draw people in if they have a name act a big actor that they know right and it it seems like that model has worked because i mean even if i see like i see something like like coming up like all these like live action disney movies like i don't really care about them but wow like what is it what was it the lion king that has like a really good cast like yeah. it's just like yeah they they bring in these actors and i'm like i want to see what how they do the how they redo these um movies that i watched as a kid and it's just it's just amazing yeah i mean i'm thinking about it like look at ducktales without me going back and looking up who voiced the characters in ducktales i honestly couldn't tell you yeah right now yeah but the ducktales reboot that's John Ralphio. That's Abed from Community. Like, I know those characters. And maybe it's just because I'm younger and those characters are from shows that I was around watching, like, as an adult, so, like, I know them. Yeah. But, like, I feel like those are bigger names that they wouldn't have put in the cartoon in the 80s or 90s. Whereas right. now they're pulling, like, these characters that you have seen before and things. Very true. Yeah. Yep, yep. So yeah, no, that's interesting. Yeah, it definitely is. But Peter Peter Newman is definitely of of that old era. Okay. Like I said, he he, he voiced Tigra in um in Thundercats. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I 
I loved this show when it aired. I'm always afraid when we do these shows that like it's going to ruin my childhood. You know, like I have deep nostalgia for the show and then we, when we watch it it's like, "Oh man, that was kind of garbage." And it hasn't really happened yet, but even like the and this show's a lot younger. This is only 10 years old. Yeah. But I'm always afraid that like when we go back and watch them like, "Ooh, that's real cringy." And it, they really they, they this this definitely wasn't. I I thought this was great all the way around. Yeah, I mean, this definitely I don't see this as super cringy that it would be super cringy. And again, a lot of this topic keeps coming up even if, when we watch Saturday morning showdown car- 90s cartoons. Diversity. I'm already seeing we have some yeah. strong female characters here. We have yeah. we have uh people of color. Yeah. It's not a man central cast. Like it that's very important and I I, don't, I can see that not being cringy. Yeah. And and here's here's something I think I, there's another show that I want to do that I want to have this conversation for. But we can we can have a little bit of it here too. The cancel culture nonsense right now is about Pepe Le Pew. Yeah. And pulling out Pepe Le Pew because his unwanted advances being forced upon Penelope. Penelope? Yeah, you're right. Penelope. Yep. Penelope. Um, yep. And people not understanding why he is being singled out and why he is not okay. And I think it's because Pepe Le Pew, even though he's doing a reprehensible thing that you shouldn't do, that character is never like looked down on, right? Like that character yeah. is always portrayed in a positive way. So a kid can watch that and think that's okay. That behavior is okay because no one is really chastising Peppy for doing it. Yeah. Whereas Archer is a full scale misogynist. Yeah. And this show was only made 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. But his misogyny is not in any way reciprocated or handled positively. It is his misogyny is the joke. He's such an asshole that you're, you're not supposed to like him for it. Yeah. And that's why, even though he is a reprehensible character, he's not being canceled the way Peppy is because he's a reprehensible character who is treated reprehensibly. Yes. Not beloved. Yeah, that there there definitely is a huge difference there and they make it a joke here. They make they they show that yeah, this is not okay and yeah. he he's a ter- Archer is a terrible person. But yeah, like they just in Looney Tunes it was just like, "Oh, haha, that's funny." And really that's not okay now. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely want to do I want to do Looney Tunes. I want to do the space the old Space Jam and whatever they're doing with this new Space Jam. That would be cool. Yeah. But yeah, I definitely want to cover that a lot bit more. But I do like it's. I I think I was watching Looney Tunes might be a little bit cringy, and I'm I'm curious to see this how it was because I mean that is a very old show. Yeah, Looney Tunes is a Looney Tunes is an honestly difficult one for me to envision on Saturday Morning Showdown because its construction and um and legacy doesn't fit our mold. Yeah. <laughs> like we usually try to watch the pilot episode of a cartoon and Looney Tunes doesn't really have one because it started as a pre-movie reel 
in like I think the forties, maybe the fifties. It could even be it's gotta yeah. be the forties because they were fighting Nazis at one point. Yeah. So like it doesn't have a pilot episode. So yeah. if we were gonna go back and try and watch an old if we just picked a random old episode, that's fine, but that's not what we try to do. Yeah. So yeah, Looney Tunes is kind of a tough one just because it's so old it doesn't even fit our format. <laughs> no, it definitely is a weird one, but I mean, what isn't weird like I mean, look, we're doing like this is after dark and it fits in great but i mean this is probably this true arch is probably like one of the newer shows that we have done other than that, the i'm about to say it's not the newest show i was gonna say that earlier but it's not the newest show because the re- remake of animaniacs re- 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 was, that, count- was count- last I'm year i'm not counting that, that that was a reboot of another of an old of a 90s show but that true. was the newest show we did yeah but i'm just saying like a newer it's just like we're unique because we can like it seems like we can fit in any as long as it we have something to talk about and it <laughs> It's we talk we covered topics like diversity or something. I think it works. Honestly, as long as I can stretch it, I don't care. Yeah, we've talked about non cartoons in this cartoon we, TV yeah. or yeah, podcast. Yeah, I mean Pete and Pete and all those. Like, Pete and Pete totally fits the mold. And we'll, we'll do Power Rangers. Like it's all gonna like it yeah. all fits in. Like yeah. what we watch, what 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 brings back nostalgia for us. I think that's what's important. I think so too. Um, but yeah, this was awesome. I was uh. I'm super stoked to watch this. I didn't want to do Archer first. I do want to, because I loved Archer and I was excited for Archer because I loved C-Lab 2021. Yeah. And and I love Matt Thompson and Adam Reed. Mm -hmm. But today just felt like the best day to do Archer. So we will circle back and talk about all these people again um, when we do C-Lab 2021. But... I am glad we watched this. I thought a hold held up really well. Yeah. And I'm stoked for the next one. Um, yeah. I'm uh, not going to make my usual joke where I say this is usually the part of the show where Lee plugs what conventions we're going to be at, um, but where you don't have anything is the world's ending because we do have yeah. stuff. Um, quite a bit, actually. Yeah. So, we got our, We got our first shots. Woo. Woo-hoo. In a couple weeks, we'll get our second shot. Yes. So yes, yes, yes. We do have shows. Um, I actually have to pull up my calendar because I have to remember all these dates and locations because I usually don't have anything to talk about. And then Don <laughs> just threw me under the bus here. So thanks, Don. <laughs> yep. Um, but you yeah, know, it's we actually do have a lot of stuff coming up. I'm actually, I think I'm. We're actually super excited. Um, Saturday, April third, we will be at the South Jersey uh, Geek Fest Fair in Woodbury, New Jersey, at the Nerd. Uh, mall that's a bunch of cool shops in there uh the geek people that run geek fest have their it's tiki tiki board games and they have their board game shop in there there's there's pops there's comic books there's literally everything in this little shop and it's just like a nice magic little, cards video games yeah you name it they have it they're going to be, be throwing that all on the sidewalk and a bunch of a couple of us vendors will be set up um and that's going to be a really good time and i'm super excited about that and it will be outdoors outdoors just make sure you wear your mask up get vaccinated if you can um but yeah, well, that's where we'll be for April third, and then Saturday, April tenth, we'll be in Ocean City, New Jersey, at the Comic Book and Memorabilia Show, um, which was originally the Ocean City Comic Con, but we're trying to keep things small this year. So that if you want to come down the shore for a day, um, definitely come out. The beach is right there. There's a lot of really good food, uh, free barbecue, ice cream, you name it. Um, yeah, just come on out and say hi to us there. Um, and then April 17th, 
Um, big favorite of I think I've mentioned this on a couple past several episodes, the Smithville Art Walk. Um, we'll be there with a bunch of a uh, couple of vendors who listen and who have been guests on this podcast, including Geek Boy Louie and the art of Bob Burke, Glow Mania. Uh, Jersey Jenny Pop Art will be there. She has some really good, really cool art. Um, definitely check her out. There's going to be a lot of awesome vendors. And also make sure you stop in the, into the underground and say hi to Mike Underground. He put he puts on a really good show. Um, plus the underground is really cool, so yeah. definitely definitely check that out. Um, and let's go to May because we might have more stuff in April, but I'm also gonna go to May because May is, we actually have something really cool that we've been wanting to do for a while, and we we finally decided to do it. On uh, May 22nd and 23rd, we'll be in Oaks, PA. Um, we'll be at um uh, Monster Mania's. Outside Mall of Horrors. How cool does that sound? Like I, we've been wanting to do Monster Mania for years, and super we're stoked. Finally, getting the chance. Um, literally every vendor friend we have, I, I have so. There's, I'm not even gonna name anyone. Um, they're all gonna be there. If you know, if if as a friend of ours, they probably will be there. So, super excited about that. But make the trip to Oaks, PA, because what I hear is Monster Mania is really cool. Um, there's some cool guests gonna be there too. So definitely check that out. Um, and if you don't feel comfortable doing coming outside, you're not vaccinated yet, um, but you want to check us up out and other opportunities, uh, our art is in the South Street Art Mart at southstreet.com. Um, they are in South Street Philly. Um, our good friends, Nicole and Nicole, run this, this shop. Uh, come in and say hi. Just make sure you wear your mask. Um, there's about 75 to 100 vendors in the shop that have really cool stuff there, including also our pins. Uh, pins are in that shop along with our pearl, some of our pearl pieces. So definitely come check that out. Um, if you can't get to the shop, what I just said, SouthStreetArtMart.com. That's where you want to go. Um, yeah, and just make sure that you're supporting small businesses. Um, shop in small when you can. I mean, everyone's getting vaccinated. We're starting to see the light at the end of the cell, but I'm just—it's still not over yet, unfortunately. Yes, we are. Even if we're vaccinated. It's not over. We can't gather in large crowds. There's still a pandemic. Just be safe and just make sure you're supporting everyone that you can right now because, yes, we're all still struggling. Thank you for listening to my spiel as always. Peace. Yep. Uh, thanks for listening. Remember to rate and review the podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Um, follow us on the social medias. We are at 8BitFusion on Facebook and Instagram and join our Facebook discussion group Saturday morning showdown where we talk about the show, talk about the shows we loved when we were kids. Um, I post fun memes and games in the group. It's a good place to hang and just get nostalgic about stuff. Um, so yeah, we'll see you guys in a couple weeks. Peace. You're listening to the Geekscape Network. 